because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can save this mountain. Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you.
to Gensoki Radio Live number 70 tonight. Number 70, it seems like it's uh, supposed to be kind of a milestone, but then we've got number 75, and so I think we'll just call that the milestone. Anyway, uh, live number 70 tonight, we've got a pretty good complement of people, uh, all of our staff here, Nano, DMJ, and Zara, but then we've also got uh, some additional people, uh, including Wana Mingo, Kagiro, uh, Zeronik. They are some of our more regular listeners and uh, supporter listeners, as, as that goes. And last of not least, finally awoken from his slumber, we've got the one and only uh, Seismix. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that to me. <laughs> Hello, Seismix. You know, Hello. I just want to point out the, the reason why the title is Last Chance Dance with Seismix and Supporters is because it's your last chance, bud. We had to get this one right. <laughs> Also, oh, yeah. Yeah. at the very bottom, it says "be there" or "be square wave." Square waves. Um, yeah, are I not so Square waves are I not the nicest to waves to listen to. I did identify that. Thank you for that reference. <laughs> 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 I'm just, I'm just imagining now, like size like and what was funny about this whole thing is like earlier I, we, we just had a conversation right before the show started where like lunar where seismix was like online and seismix says like yo your show starts in four hours right no it started in two it's starting in two hours yeah. seismix four four <laughs> hours and 15 minutes um and and he's like yeah it's in four hours right I'm like no it's in two hours had you waited four hours you would have literally come in at the end of the show yeah Anyway. Yeah, I, I checked the time multiple times and the first time I was right and the second time I thought, well, this is weird, but I'm sure it'll it'll be correct. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think it should be correct. I don't think it was actually resolved as to why. Like was it because the like DST had recently passed and so there was like a, a time zone thing? Or or what yeah. what actually happened? It was the time zone thing, okay. which I didn't take into account. Okay. And uh, already when I had my alarm on, you had been doing the show for one hour. Mm. I, I remember, yeah. I remember uh, you seeing like, seeing you pop online, and it was like the last half an hour of the show or something. And I'm like, Seismix is online, but he's away. It, it was almost like, man, <laughs> I. You, you, I, I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to show my face here. Like, I, just ignore me. I'm not online. I'm not here. He's a ghost. Oh Ooh. yeah. Hashtag I, hidden. I, I mean, when I woke up and I saw that I had been, I had missed the show. I was really ashamed because I, I had woken up to like lots of messages from people asking me where I was at, and I was doing like a pre-show nap, and then I just woke up and the oh, show had started. Those so. always go so well. I oh, totally, I totally didn't just snooze and wake up five minutes before the show started. Wow. See, now here, let me put this into context for people. I've had this situation once, but I did it on a weekend we weren't doing a show. Where I woke up about, I was like, okay, I'll just get a sleep before the show. I go to go to sleep. I wake up. It's seven o'clock. That means the show is already an hour in. I go to my computer nobody's in the studio i'm sending messages out like what's going on did i get banned and then it's like no we just decided not to do the show this weekend did you say did i get banned uh, like, I just had, like 
No, no, no. Shit. I just thought, I, thought, I thought like like you just blocked me from going to the studio, or like you guys all went uh, hot, like hit in just to like screw with me. Uh -huh. And I was just like, and I sent message out. But and it, I'm like, it, ah! but I was like, it wasn't even a show day. I know this it wasn't. The equivalent I thought it was. Of, uh, that's I the thought best it part. Was, though. Yeah. Like, this is the, the equivalent. This is the equivalent of DMJ like um panicking. Like waking up early, panicking, rushing into school just to find out. No, 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 no. You have no idea. I have the exact <laughs> same feeling as like if I was like late for my bus or something. Like I had that feeling where it's like, oh my god, I'm late for school. Heart palpitations, getting clothes on real quick, running over to the computer, turn everything on. And then it's just like, no. And then it's just like, and I literally went from dead sleep to like immediately like go mode and I, and I just like after all of that my body just collapsed and i was just like <laughs> it's like look on the bright side there's like no downtime between sleeping and the show on one moment you're sleeping and the next moment bam you're right on the show you didn't oh, yeah. in your life hyper efficiency and it's fun man that would be an experience just like have a chair that props you up when it's time to do the show and you have a microphone in your face and you're five seconds till you're on air Spe speaking of microphone and face, uh, everybody like who's listening, I might sound a little different. Maybe it might be because Lunar's connection is bad, or maybe it's because I have this brand new setup. Or maybe your system bad. I, I no no no, it doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> it just sound better because uh, I upgraded from my old mixer, which had uh, which was a Behringer, and it had this awful problem with high pitched whining well. in the background. I'm I'm gonna ask you a question when uh, we're yeah. in the next break here, but uh, ah. yeah. So usually during these shows, it's t it's a if you've never listened before, if you're like, what the heck is this? It's a two-hour live show. Uh, we've done seventy of these, including tonight's show. Uh, actually, a little more than that because these are just under the title of Gensoki Radio Live, and we've done other kind of special like one-offs here and there. Um, but Usually during these shows, we'll play the uh, highest rated music, some new music, and uh, of course, we've got our guests on as well, so that's what makes tonight a little bit more unique than other shows. Yeah. So we'll be asking uh, Seismics a few questions here, of course, and if you have any questions of your own, um, well, first of all, you should join us in our Discord chat. That is discord.gg gr. Because uh, we're partnered on Discord, and then you can find a link to a Google form where you can uh, pose your own question either to the staff for Seismix or both, or, or whatever you want to do. So uh, that's one way you can do that. Otherwise, that link's also up on Twitter. But yeah, go join us on Discord because that's where all of our other listeners are joined in as well and uh, be part of the discussion. So that's what I got. Uh, we're we're also going to talk about. You know, some some game stuff, some other music stuff. I mean, it's kind of what this station and these shows are all about. So, but we'll get more into that later on because we're gonna have some music to get through first, and then uh, discussion will ensue. Oh yeah, I have tons of questions for Seismics. Well, I'm, I'm glad you do. You probably have more questions than uh, what we have in our form right now. Go ask some questions. Oh, and the second question is from Wanamega. Nice. <laughs> All right. Live questionnaire. Indeed. 
Uh, well, if you've got nothing else, uh, I guess at this point, we'll just head into yeah. our first song here. So, uh, yeah, this is something from the album Valiant Blade. It's called Material. After that is something from the album Starlight, uh, Dreaming Tonight. It is a Renko song. We'll be back after that on Gensoki Radio Live number 70. <laughs>
And welcome back to Consocure Radio Live number 70 tonight, where we are joined by myself, Lunar, along with DMJ Nano Zara, some supporters including Kagero, Wanamingo, and Zero Nick, and then also Seismix as our other special guest. There's a lot of people on here, and I did that all from memory. I didn't look at a list at all. So uh, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that you were being half on it. <laughs> half honest? Like, I okay. am honest. Uh, half of it was from memory. What? No, complete. What do you mean? Are you implying- Everything in this show is completely planned, we swear. Are, are you implying that people. I don't have to remember like my own staff members? Like- this show is pre-recorded, by the They're way. Pretty much all, yeah. It's all pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah. We're all, they're Definitely all pre-recorded. Uh, so what are you guys we're, we, we all know that we're just bots. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So we've got some games. Just a virtual simulation. <laughs> we've uh, we've got some game stuff going on this weekend. Uh, recently, first of all, we kind of talked about this, uh, you know, a show or two ago. But Scarlet Curiosity from Exceed, um, they said it was coming out sometime this summer, and then suddenly, really not too long ago, it dropped on Steam. Um, and it's now available. So you can actually uh, get it. It was released three days ago, and it is on sale for $10 off as sort of a launch sale. Uh, that goes until July 18th. It is $13.49 instead of the regular $14.99. So that's US, do- that's US dollars. That's yeah, 10% US, US dollars. 10%. What did I say? Did I say $10? $10. $10. Oh, man. Yeah, $10 I off. I mean, yeah. that'd be good, but it's not that Yo. good. <laughs> That would definitely exceed our expectations. Uh, uh, see what you did there. <laughs> um, for all those people out there that are like, say, like looking at this game, like from what I've seen, the game, like, and I'm talking, I'm talking like not from like a Toho game standpoint, but from like how it runs on a computer, actually runs pretty decent. Like, it's not going to really have that many performance issues it's a strong 7.9 yeah it's it's pretty good it Uh does have its little ports uh much like all the toho games so battle first five have you actually played it then uh no but i have seen gameplay footage right before the show is there anyone here who has played it either because because like this is a game that uh actually met um what was it ps4 i think and then they ported it back to steam or or, um to pc yeah it was on ps4 yeah yes so so people have had the 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 chance the opportunity to to play the game itself but now it's just on pc again through steam i'm just gonna put a link in general to the the question i asked and i don't know if anybody has the answer to this because i haven't heard anybody address it is this the original pc copy like it went from pc to ps4 then back to pc is this the original pc copy or did they actually port over the ps4 port and then ported that port over because the game seems like it runs a little bit smoother than what it did with the original one i'm sure they did some optimizing because it does feel a little smoother but that's probably because they uncapped something from the playstation version haven't this game been in development for so long? I remember seeing footage of this way, well, yeah, way it back. It was released back uh, at least a few years ago. It's been, like, out-released for a while. Yeah, um, it's it's been out for a long time. At least... Been in the shadows. Yeah, it's it's a pretty neat title. I remember, in it, I remember seeing footage of it long, long, long ago. Um, yeah. And then when Exceed finally put it up for PS4, that's when people started getting really excited. If I remember correctly, wasn't it also like one of the 
first like Dojin titles to actually get like a trailer on Sony? Yes, it was. It was one of the first, it was that one and the whatever the fighter-ish one was, that one was also moved over. Yeah, um, no, 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 not an official title. It was, uh, I can't. it was not Kabuto Blast. That is for good. I know it. That game, mm, <laughs> it runs so bad. Even on the Switch, it runs awful. You know, you it has like, yeah, we don't talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, that. Also, kind of a little side story from that. Um, Again, Genso Wanderer comes out on Tuesday for the Nintendo Switch. I, I know we talk about PC games here, but the Switch getting Toho titles is actually still pretty big for me. So, like, if you have a Nintendo Switch and you don't have a PS4 and you kind of don't want to get it on PC and you want it to take it with you on the go, portable, totally get the Switch copy. Like, from at least... I, I can't remember what, I, what the pre-order was, but I definitely know it's not a full cartridge price. So Tuesday, against oh, uh, a wanderer for the Switch. Gone are the days where we have to hack RTS just to play an old like <laughs> schmoop. Yeah, I, I looked it up, and the uh, Scarlet Curiosity came out in September of 2016 for PS4. So that was a couple, almost a couple years ago. Yeah. And then Genso Wander on the Switch is $49.99 US dollars. Yeah, that, one, that one's a little yeah, different. Although, the thing with that, though, is that you can find that like your local Target store. Or that That is weird to oh, be yeah. just shopping every day in in the US. Like, you're not even close to Japan land, and suddenly you're find like, there's a physical copy of a Toho fan game over here. <laughs> what the heck am I looking yeah. at? It's like it's becoming the Hatsune Mikus of the Vita era. <laughs> where they had every Hatsune Miku game for the Vita like in every single store. And it's not like, we're getting Toho games, yes! Uh. Never did get, get that Black Rock shooter remake for Vita. Yeah, I, I was thought, hoping for that. I thought Zun was pretty reserved when giving out um, licenses to use his characters. Well, so it's obviously like, I, I want to say since 2013, if you can point to any one like event and and say hey this had potentially some really big influence on how Zune sort of lends this uh, his material to people and how they can use it uh, 2013 when he came to America and he realized that hey yes there is a fan presence out here um, it, it was big like I was there on the ground at AWA and I can tell you like that when if you look up the picture of everybody sitting on the sets, that was about one third of the pe actual Toho fans that were there, because there were probably other people doing other photo shoots that day, and we were in prime time, and that was probably about one third because I went to the Zun panel and it was packed. Like you could, I could like if I had my camera, my old phone, and show you the video, it was literally 360. You could just see. Me. Yeah. So. I mean, one of the things that potentially came out of that, obviously we can't say for sure because it's just, it's it's very, like, organic at this point, but, you know, four and a half, almost five years later, um, after the question was asked, hey, is anything ever going to show up on Steam, or fan games on Steam allowed? And originally the answer was no, because the traditional channels for publishing Dojin content did not involve any online channels. It was very much like an in-person thing. That's why you'd get uh, 
games and music and stuff published at events like Comic Market or Retai Sai or Koromu or whatever, like these other like mm-hmm. Japanese events, which um, I, I'm sure he was probably surprised to find that there was such a fan presence in a place where this stuff isn't really easily accessible or available. But I mean, here we are in 2018 and we have like, as soon as the first official game popped up on Steam, which by the way, is the, the one that like Zara and I both have a physical copy of from Zune himself, uh, from because we were there last year. Um, when it released, a couple of weeks later, it released on Steam. And then after that, other fan games came on board because it's basically the rule kind of is that whatever channels the official games are published through are also the channels that the fan games can be published through. And so since Steam was now a channel that an official game appeared on, we have a whole slew of other fan games. And and that's Uh kind of how that uh, went down. Now, with the other things like um, publishing... uh, Scarlet Curiosity through the PS4 and licensing through an actual game console, that's a bit of a different story. That came before Steam, but it, um, you know, I think it probably potentially followed um, like some discussions were had between him and other other licensors or, or whatever that um, that were interested in getting the games on, on their platform, whether it was a console or, or Steam or whatever. So um, it really opened the door for uh, just recognizing that perhaps the traditional doujin channels of, of only having it at comic market or only having it at other Japanese events um, sort of omits availability to an audience in, you know, the U.S. and Europe and everywhere else. So, so it is, okay. it's cool. Um, I don't, I don't know, I, I feel like it kind of oh, rants like it a little bit, but... A- I like that we have an official title on Steam now, because you know a, a question in the Dojin scene has always been when are we going to get stuff available for all of us mm-hmm. around the world? Yeah, that seems to be happening now. Yeah, and it seems like I went when I went to that panel in 2013, and I remember somebody asking a question about like, is are we ever going to get localized, like naturally localized, um, like games and uh, at least official titles and. I remember Zun saying something to the effect of like, probably not. However, you guys are doing such a great job with it anyway. Why stop the community at doing something like that? And I thought that was pretty neat. Like, because I mean, we a lot of the guys that back then were doing a lot of the a lot of the translations and patches and the English patches were like really good at doing them and like really understood how to do them correctly. And like, I really hope if they ever do anything on a official capacity that they get some of those guys and put them like, like you guys do the localization because they know how to do this. Like, because I support those guys. I, what's it? The, there's two groups, right? Or is it now they just one conglomerated group? I can't remember. What exactly do you mean? For like, because I remember there were two ways you can get English patches. There was one through the patch portal where you just. I- you throw your games in it and it just patches all of them and there was another one where you just do it individually well i mean i think by its nature patches are all just sort of a independent individual fan translated type of deal um whether it becomes part of uh like an all-in-one thing is 
I mean, it's, it's a little different. I, I think the all-in-one wouldn't necessarily all be from one group. It could just be putting the ones that were in existence together. And then, of course, it's just easier if new ones uh, become part of that later on with new games and stuff. All right. I, I just didn't know how it worked because, like, back then when all of this was going on, I had absolutely no idea how any of it. Like, I was just like, okay, just go to this website, download this, there, there you go. And I had no idea who contributed to it. It wasn't until later. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's, yeah, uh, it was kind of the same. It's historically been very ad hoc where you have to sort of just search them out one by one, you know? So, yeah. Or like Remember? the wait period between release and the translation is like killer. Or if you're like me, I was just kind of late to the party anyway, and just, just like, oh, I'll just go to gensokyo.org and, oh, look, here's a mountain of patches for game. Wait, what is this thing over here in the corner? Guess I'll try that too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I remember one yeah, stumbling fine. on, I think, is it on Twitter or on Facebook? I forgot, but there was a, a Doho patch center or something like that. And they, I remember they were posting lots of patches and stuff like that. Yo, that's the other thing, like, and this is something like I, I guess being like a US Toho fan, like didn't hit me, but like, are there people out there doing Toho like translation work that's not in English? Yes. Like, I don't yeah. know, I, like, I don't know of any of those groups and I don't know oh, how well, how big they are. I mean, it's, it's difficult looking for other groups in other languages because like, how would you search that out? Like you, you, you may not know this, but there's actually a, a fairly large like French fan following. I, 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 under, I understand that. It's just like I didn't know if any, like everybody just defaulted to the English patches and then worked from there, or if they were just like um, literally just like I mean, working, working on patches for different languages outright, and then people are like, okay, there's this a is fairly, anime. there's a fairly sizable South American um, anime community that bypasses English entirely. I mean, have you seen the amount of King of Fighters Spanish patches? Jeez. Okay, no. Let me tell you, I'm in the I'm in the Guitar Hero community, and I play a lot of Guitar Hero, and I've seen a ton of South American <laughs> Guitar Here, Hero spinoffs. Ooh. Here's the thing with, like, the idea of translating into your own language from a version which has been translated from its original language. Like, are you familiar with, like, the Pokemon Vietnamese version, or whatever the heck it is? The, the <laughs> because that went from probably Japanese, maybe to English, and then to some other language, like, probably Vietnamese, and then it was translated back into English, and the actual dialogue is so butchered at that point it's just the game of telephone yeah so I, I think the argument is whenever possible translate it from the original language not from a translated version you know if you have to yeah, like just, if you don't know Japanese and you only know English then I fine I guess as long as you know that uh, there weren't any other steps in between that but uh, um, yeah um, I just want to point out that, like, we just went 15 minutes actually talking about Toho on this podcast, and I want to congratulate yourselves. Uh-huh. Just get some well, fanfare for this. All right, we got a quick pat on the back. Hey, talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, here's um, so... here's one other thing. Hey, you know, I I got this. I got this. Uh, one one thing that's going on this weekend is the Toho Fan Game Jam. The first one happened at the beginning of the year in January, and I was actually part of that. I was uh, leading a 
group that put together a fan game. Um, now, the second one is running right now, and I think it goes for another 20 hours. It started um, roughly two or so days ago. Uh, the first game jam had, if I'm looking through here, at least 16 games submitted. Uh, I think there's like two or three games submitted for the, uh, the one that's happening right now. Some people are actually already done. Um, don't ask me how that works. Maybe they cheated. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so once, um, once the timer runs out on that, uh, which will be like tomorrow afternoon in the US or evening in, the, in Europe or, or you know, wherever you are, uh, 20 hours from now, um, there'll be a whole new collection of like quickly put together Toho fan games. And then this is like, it's a, it's a game jam, which is like a challenge because it's uh, at least the way it worked last time was it was a 72 hour uh, session where you start with nothing, the time starts, and the uh, the host, who's actually uh, Geminator, uh, who we've had on here before, I'm pretty sure, uh, he'll give you the theme. So the theme for the first one was Lost, and uh, I know the second one, uh, I, I had the theme for the second one. Does anyone know what the second one, the, the theme for that one was? Lost? No idea. Okay. Um, the theme is Only Once. And basically, it's just whatever your interpretation of that is. So, like, with the theme Lost, people made, like, uh, like exploration RPG-type games. Or, like, um, there was a really interesting game in Unity where, like, you're going through a bamboo forest and you kind of have to find your way. Uh, my group kind of made this web-based um, sort of, like, story-type game where it's the the story of like Sumreko uh, going through and trying to find their way through Gensokyo. So um, yeah, uh, only once. Well, that could, <laughs> I don't know. That could Yo, be a, roguelikes everywhere. Could be a lot I could things. already see roguelikes. Like I would totally like dig a Toho like roguelike. We need like a parody of Lost that's actually good. Oh, wait, are you talking like the comic? Because no, that would be the show. Uh, Trash show. Dude, I thought um, you were talking lost. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, lost memes. Well, no, see, I know that meme has like repopulated as of relatively recently, but back in January really? of this in January of this year, I, I mean, I know the comic came out before that, but in January of this year, like no one was talking about that, so no one made anything that was like referencing that at all. Although, of course, if the theme happened now, people would be doing that left and right or, or whatever, just to be annoying. So, anyway, uh, we've yeah, we've got another song happening uh, pretty soon here. So this next one is "I Want to Be the Kyoto," under Standards Volume Three. Then after that is something from Digital Wing. So let's get into it and get Soki Radio Live Number Seventy.
Yeah, no. 
listening to Gensoki Radio Live number 70 tonight with a bunch of people, uh, including our supporters, our hosts, and Seismics with us as well. They're glorious supporters. Indeed. Can't, supporters. can't have a show this lively without those people. Oh, wait till the next live show. We're going to film this live from Tomato Town in Fortnite. I was going to ask you where Tomato Town was, but okay. In the dead center of the map. Okay. Don't go and don't go Twisted either. Twisted will get you killed. Okay, I think we actually have enough people to like run a couple of spots in Fortnite while we're on doing <laughs> This is not a oh, good yeah, idea. Oh yeah, totally. Like, we terrible have, idea. I oh, bet you, Lunar, you don't understand. Like, I bet you there's at least 15 people right now listening to the show that have at least Fortnite downloaded on one one of the systems in their house. As long as it's not a PS4. Including as long as it's not a PS4. Or the phone. Or the mobile. Maybe somebody in the mobile. I I've mean, seen people at work if you're, that if, you're, weird. if you're on mobile, just get it for the for the Switch. It's the same thing, but better. And it works on any data network. Wonderful. Right. I recently figured that out. Fortnite is the only game on Nintendo Switch where if you connect to a mobile hotspot on your phone, it will work. Any other game won't. Because Fortnite actually has server servers outside of Nintendo that actually handle everything. That is the reason why it works. If you're running off a Nintendo server, Nintendo at the moment until September cannot handle, um, I think it's type D connections, um, which is pretty much almost every data network, uh, minus like T-Mobile and like a handful of others. Huh. Um, because you cannot play Splatoon on a mobile network. You cannot play uh, Mario Tennis Aces. You cannot go online on, Mar on uh, Mario Odyssey. You can't do any of that stuff. But like Fortnite works perfectly fine. And it actually runs really well on, on a data network connection. Like really well. So like... Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take that and we're going to switch over here a little bit. Uh, Seismix, your name is in the heading of our show this evening. And you're here. And you're here. I'm here. Which is also <laughs> really, really big. Like big. Really big. Congratulations. You exist on time. This is news. Uh, a milestone has been reached. I'm glad you recognize this. Uh, Radio history. So, for those of you who don't know who Seismix is, uh, Seismix has done some Toho fan arranges, although he hasn't really, I mean, you kind of do like one-offs here and there, but you've had a couple of albums uh, previously, I, I, and by that I mean like a few years ago, if, if not a bit more than that. Um, you also yeah. have, you're, you're part of Kusei Mono Records, last I checked, you've done work with other circles such, uh, well, such as East New Sound um, and some other uh, artists that people would recognize. So tell us a little bit more about about that. Who, even if it hasn't been like really recent, like you can think just in the past like three or five years, um, who are some of the people or groups that you've done work with? Uh, well, I think the first culprit is Nato, of course. I really like working with him. He is a really good mu musician. Uh, I've worked with East New Sound, uh, Kuzumono, which uh, I release albums from. And then I've done some work on Unitone. I've done some work uh, on Riparia Records. There's, there's a lot of different records. Uh, it would take too long to list them all. Yeah. All right. 
but I, cool. I do project work here and there whoever wants to invite me yeah and you've also done some work with uh we were just talking about it off the air a bit ago but um the music rhythm game os yes uh i've done music and sound effects for os uh, i've done that for like two years now yeah was it some um, i think last year maybe maybe the last couple of years where the it was like during the Halloween time, there was a music or there was a song in the background. It was basically whenever people opened the game, there was like a, a more thematic song. And that was yours. That was your creation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what I do. I, I make like small songs for occasions, just those. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. Cool. What's your most recent thing that's been that's been published or out there? My most recent thing... Well, I'm working on something right now. Okay. Uh, I'm working on a soundtrack for a video game. Sweet. Called Shot One. Okay. Uh, I'm still kind of figuring out the sound. We want there to be like an 80s retro kind of sound to it. So like a lot of drums and really catchy beat. So you have I'm just me. trying to explore. You have that. me. <laughs> you have me with 80 sound. Uh-huh, yeah. Yo, I am <laughs> I am all into that vaporwave, retro wave, retro funk kind of like deal. So the last couple of um, that, that's my jam. <laughs> the last couple of um Dojin events in Japan have brought me some pretty good 80s music and I want to keep this going. You, you can feel feel free to contribute. Indeed. I sure. real like like you have no idea. Like I recently went to like Kings Island and I wore my Marty McFly hat snapback with my original Bando Banjo Kazooie Japanese released N sixty four shirt. And I looked like <laughs> a man out of time in that place. Well, you didn't have that giant life preserver jacket? No, because it was hundred and five degrees. So I was not going that far. But I did play Guitar Hero for two hours. Oh, you gotta be such a park. chicken. <laughs> chicken? <laughs> you'd be, be a burnt chicken. You'd be a baked, baked chicken. chicken in a- I was standing in place for two hours playing Guitar Hero, like, actually not being productive with my money at King's Island. And I was playing on the worst guitar on earth, sweating because there's no moving air in this arcade and it's all outdoors. And then I accidentally, like, I went out to another one of these rides that was out there and it literally turns you upside down and bakes you like bacon. It's awful. It was awful. So I was not wearing a bubble jacket, but 80s. (laughs) I'm very excited for this album. Game J, uh, (laughs) next time you come up here, I'm going to drag you to the arcade and I like... Yeah, Yo. Zara is very big into uh, the arcade thing, and Yo, he will, he will bring I'm whoever fine. is interested with him. Yo, we're getting a round one in Louisville. I'm excited. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, when yeah. you get it, you gotta like hit me up. I gotta come. Uh, I think they said it's actually coming like it should be open like next month. Next month, wow, that's cool. Yeah, like they said, they said summer 2018, and the summer of 2018 technically ends on oh, the 31st, well, according to From Software. So you know, I'm using that. I mean, Xseed said the same thing. Scarlet Curiosity coming this summer, and it released three days ago. So hopefully, <laughs> soon. Yeah, soon. I guess um, we're lucky. There's no arcade where I'm from. Yo, are, what's with arcades coming back? Hold on, let's get on this li- like a little. Uh, Europe isn't. Europe never got the memo, unfortunately. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like here no, in the US, like they all disappeared. Like they disappeared off here in the US, and then suddenly like. 
we got like we're getting here in Louisville, we're getting a Dave and Buster's. Out in Newport, we have GameWorks, which also is an esports. Not only is it like a Dave and Buster, but also an esports stadium. And then we also have uh, now Round One going in, and then now we have the Louisville Arcade Expo like every year. So like arcades are coming back, guys. I'm excited. Because um, it's because uh, in recent memory, the um, some of the uh, Japanese arcades suddenly realized that there's an actual if niche there's an act even if it's niche there's an actual somewhat of a um community for some from these for these competitive arcade games uh specifically round one ah all right and konami oh no don't bring that up i have very strong feelings about (laughs) konami and i'm not bringing it up on here or else this podcast is going to get derailed farther than what it Uh, already has so let's let's continue down the path of let's talk to seismics before i get unnecessarily angry all right so let's go to the live questionnaire anyway the thing about konami no 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 I mean, who I don't do you... want to be back. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood, Seismix. Okay? Yes. Do not break me. Do not break I'm me. I'm in a great mood, and I just want to know more about Konami. Can you tell me something about Konami? Seismix, this question is poison to this show. We should move on. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, no, no offense. A DMJ will, will start, and he won't stop. Uh, oh, so won't. here's uh, something for you, Seismix. Uh, question asked right. by a member of our community. Uh, where did the nickname Seismix come from? That is a really short and stupid story about how when I was 14 or 15 and I, I thought, hmm, now that I have, uh, now that I make music, I need a name for a YouTube channel. What looks good? And then I just typed out things that sounded like gibberish, but at the time I didn't bother to pronounce it. And then it said Sysmix, and I thought, oh, that looks kind of cool. I'll pick that. And then it's been a curse because nobody knows how to pronounce it, and it's just weird. Yep. See, that's a gamble. That's a 50 50 gamble. With you, Yo. it worked out. With me, it didn't. Yo, like, let me tell you, tell you the story when it starts with. When I was 14 years old, this is how I got my username. Like, that is probably 80% of the people on Earth at the moment. Yeah. Uh, like, exactly as- like I, this is exactly, like, the only reason why my name is DMJ64 is because of a character limitation on Xbox. <laughs> See? Really? You yeah, had that I, problem? I had that problem. Because my, my username was Death he Metal did. J654 yeah, on for Metal Injection. And then I was just like, well, no, the whole reason why is because I, I was on a metal forum. I was a big fan of Death Clock and metal. And I mean, I was on a metal forum, so why not call myself Death Metal J654, which uh-huh. 654 was a compromise because I wanted 666. But I knew originally that if I put that on there, my family would like totally <laughs> disown me. So I was just like, OK, so let's not do that. So then we go over to Xbox, and then I realized I can't put Death Metal J654 because of character limitations. Let's just shorten it to DMJ654. And it was, that was the end of that story. Really? You couldn't have gone like everybody else? He did for his username what most people are supposed to do for your password. Now, to be fair, I did get credited several times on Metal Injection for several stories because I tipped them off about some game stuff. I remember tipping them off about, uh, Oh, James Hetfield and all of Metallica being in uh, the new Tony Hawk game. And I think I tipped him off about something else. I cannot remember. Oh, it was Frederick uh, uh, Thordenthal being in Wolfenstein, uh, A New Order. 
uh, he did Der Faust, or Herr Faust, uh, which is the gentiest song ever, which eventually went on to become, uh, he gave a guitar to Mike Gordon, uh, which was an eight string. Eight, he learned eight string and then went on to do Doom 2016 soundtrack, which was bang it. Oh, yes. So let's continue on talking with Seismic. So, Lang, so. The, the other question. People have trouble pronouncing your name. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's exactly what I was going to ask about. How yeah. do you pronounce your name? Uh, I, I don't know. You don't uh, know. You're supposed Same. to be. Same. Same. No, I just Hold say on. something and then I don't that's know what it is ever. I don't know what to do. You're supposed to be the no one knows definitive, how to my name, not the definitive authority no one on this. Knows. Not even I know how it works. I don't want to make it. I don't want to make a choice. People no, no, way said it's fine. Well, let me explain. Yeah, I did the same thing. The same problem. I, I did the same thing. Increase on let me explain the same. The, the reason I say it seismics is because I think of the word seismic, which is in yep. reference to an earthquake, seismic activity. Yo, you just gave him like the reason his name exists now, like just I now, and it and it works. It works. Hey, you know what? This is my thought. You can take it or leave it. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're leaving. Don't it. ask a question and give him the answer. Jeez. Yo, just take it. Take I'm it saying this is why I think like sound, your name is propagating the... waves. You know, waves, sound. It all makes sense. Now, okay, okay. So on the flip side, why do you say it says mix? Give me a reason. Because why he says mix, or or why I am Sismix. Yes, that's the third yeah, one. I, no, see, I called you that a million years ago. You never corrected me. Kismix. Both. This is bug yeah. music all over again. No, don't say that. Being Sismix says. German is I'm just sorry. difficult. He has a way of I'm pronouncing his own name. Kaismix. <laughs> all hail the Kaiser. Yo, is he just like the masquerade Kaizo games? Kaiser games, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Don't ask Definitive a... Kaiser Mix Edition. Don't ask a Japanese person how to pronounce your name or you're going to receive a fourth or fifth answer. Okay. Yeah, I almost took my name for meat. And I'm like, no, it is not meat. <laughs> yes. Seismic. There are a lot of words you should not ask Japanese people how to pronounce. Mixtape. Yes, there we go. Seismix is just Seismix's mixtape. There we go, Nano. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, DMJ asks, yo, where are we dropping? Yo, where are we dropping, guys? Are we going yo, to make I, I swear I will boot this game up right now. Get in here. <laughs> I don't, I don't play. I got my switch sitting over there. I don't play totally either. Let's go. go. I don't play Fortnite, but I'm gonna say King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's go to King's Landing. <laughs> nice. The war for the north continues. I don't even play this game. I'm trash at it. But if you're gonna bring this up, oh, same I'm going. Thing. Don't ask same for your thing. opinion. I'm utterly trash. I think I like bought the battle pass once and I was just like, there's a reason why this is called the Minecraft Evolve Battle Royale games. Like, get me some Tarkov. I'll go, but mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. Mm. Alright. Um, there's another question here and one that people have seen referenced on Twitter. Uh, it's caused a little bit of concern and even like people are wondering if you're going to even continue making music. Um, 
but I'm, I'm only going to bring this up because you brought it up publicly on Twitter. Um, the question is, uh, how is your hearing handling? Uh, how are you coping with that? And and perhaps if people don't know, uh, I, I don't know if, if it's worth speaking to a little bit or however much you're comfortable with that. Yeah, sure. No, uh, I got diagnosed with something called Meniere's disease uh, a couple of months ago, half a year. And ever since that time, um, it's a disease that affects your hearing and your inner sense of balance. So sometimes I'll get these dizziness fits where I just have to lay down because it feels like I'm on a boat. Um, and gradually over time, my hearing in in my case, only one ear is slowly degrading over time. Uh, and right now, it's not too bad. Uh, I mean, there's a difference when you sit down and you're trying to produce music because everything is in the details. Um, and with somewhat of a worsened condition in your left ear, doesn't really pick up the same kind of details. You know, some, some frequencies are kind of distorted to my ear um, but I'm trying to make music regularly and it's not as easy but I'm at least trying every day I don't know where it's going so that's why I haven't really announced any new music lately sure but, but I'm working on it but you are still working on stuff and and yeah. I think more importantly to answer people's questions or concerns that they might have out there is that you are still able to and willing to continue to make music yes it is just a question of um you know figuring out if it's something i will be able to do or if i should just stop doing it and pursue something else entirely right okay well well thank thank you right for now, that answer I, I think it puts to to rest some some questions people had or might have had that uh, didn't pose a question to us so yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so with that said, I'll defer to some of our supporters here who are with us on the show. Uh, I know that Swanamingo had um, probably another question that we haven't asked yet. So uh, I'll let you take the stage and we'll take, yeah, go from there. Yeah, so basically, um, since exactly what you were talking about, uh, making new music and stuff like that, um, I wanted to say that I originally stumbled upon your music, Seismix, when I saw some songs from Buddhism and heard about that. I don't remember much about um, that, but I remember liking it. And then recently I actually went to your website again and Bandcamp and I saw that you made a bunch of different albums and I like clicked randomly through them and listened to um, a couple of songs from there, like the ones from uh, escapism that you have escapism the house with legs like really caught my attention and i really really liked it like replayed it multiple times awesome so, I'm, I'm really hoping that you will continue doing that because uh i got excited when i heard that <laughs> thank seems, you it, it seems like a, I, a lot of people are like discovering your music like lately like even and i know i keep going back to guitar hero but this actually has like an actual sticky point like I was actually watching one of my favorite Clone Hero streamers, uh, Jason Paradise. Um, I think it was like two months ago. And um, 
I noticed that actually somebody in the community, the Guitar Hero community, is charting your work. Like putting it in Guitar Hero and like throwing it up on Clone Hero. Really? And we, I actually got like, I went to go put it in. Like I suggested it like, hey, play uh, Seismics. I can't even remember what song it was, but I know there is some. And he played it and he's like, Jason Paradise like was like, okay, we'll play it. Everybody, I saw like four or five people in chat, uh, like four, uh, I think it was like four or five people in chat were like, like, oh my God, Seismic City's a banger. Everything's, oh, this is a banger alert, banger alert. And then like everybody, and then he, he played the song and he goes, man, this is so good. Like, and this is the dude who like worked at Ubisoft and he's like working on Clow Hero. He played like competitive Guitar Hero. He's like, friends with like people from protest the hero trivium you know like this is guy who like knows music and this guy is like your stuff's like really good and it seems like and like i noticed yeah. a bunch of people went to go like i directed them to like hey here's seismic's like Bandcamp, go download his stuff like shortly after the song played <clears throat> that's awesome yeah like people are you out there it. like charting your work for guitar hero let yeah, alone like so just weird. for osu which like like and it's weird because like i come from like this thought process of like guitar hero is for metalheads whereas osu is for electronica and it seems like when you cross them a lot of really neat stuff happen and i'm telling you the chart for your stuff like people that are doing it are really good at charting your stuff i haven't found a bad seismic chart because there's a difference between uh like a bad song and then a bad chart and your songs aren't bad, but the charts sometimes can be, but the people that are actually handling your work are really like good at what they do. So like, if you really want to like get into like Clone Hero, cause it's free, um, download some of Seismic stuff. Cause like, it's really good on there. And it's like, and it's not even any of the Toho stuff too. It's like your later stuff. Yeah, that just That's speaks to quality. That awesome. just speaks yeah. about qualities of your songs because if, if they can make it so that it sounds great when they do that, you know, the bass has to be good for that to happen as well. I can even, like, uh, let me go on Chorus right now and see if, like, what seismic charts are on there. This has also happened lately with uh, this game that is played through Newgrounds. It's like a thing you can map at as well. I, I completely forget what it's called. Um, but it's the kind of thing where you you chart your own maps and you draw music from new grounds and make your maps. Found and it. I've been following along, and that is really awesome as well. Like, I found it. Um, and this is actually super old too. So like, I'm talking like not just like you like this is like like a newer thing. Like this was back when CV C3 conversions, which was like a year ago which is old in Guitar Hero, Clone Hero terms. But the song that was charted was Manic. And it mm. is considered a five out of six stars difficulty. And it's it's like solid. It's got solid. It's got like the highest ratings on the on chorus right now. Like it is really good. I will like send you the link to this. Manic was one of those really songs that was, it was like a single um, produced with the intention of putting it on uh, OS, I think, right? Or, or is that a different one? Manic was made for us. Yeah. Okay, that's what I yeah. was getting at. Cool. <clears throat> uh, all right. So we've got another song coming up here pretty shortly, but uh, I usually this is the part where I 
say uh, thanks to all of our folks listening out there. Uh, Countries and Listeners, as it has been for the last couple of shows, is still not available to me right now. So uh, we typically have people listening from the U.S., all sorts of different European countries, and uh, a few... Uh, Southeast Asian countries out there. Definitely Japan is is a big one. So thanks everyone who's listening tonight. Um, if you're not with us in Discord right now, uh, join us there, discord.gg slash gr. I'm mentioning that again because in the second half of the show, we're going to try to get some, uh, some interesting stuff going in chat. So um, stay tuned for that. Not even my co-hosts know what I'm talking about. Uh, not at all related. This is the next show or the, the next song from the album called uh, Money Money. It is a um, song that has stack in it. So stay tuned to that. Gensoki Radio Live number 70. <laughs> I am a
ライタン純烈残酷で極端ヒャーヒョヒャーヒョも好きなうちでなんて面倒なんと面倒引っ込まれちゃうしまつならつらつらと句を切る独り言 for you はっきりしない I might me 八来も行き過ぎりゃ窮屈でしかないチェパーを簡単にチェックれるな悩んだ結構信じまいやつはまるかライター生きてるだけで幸運だね月こそものの上手なレイそれでもひたびでも楽しんでいるやつの方が眩しいで理想高好き真面目好き気分が乗らないからサポルくらいでちょうどいい新しっぽみ出す前にそんなこと思ってあるの夜ストローなモーション好きの気持ちはおないよ夜桜に理想と現実のたまちゅうにまうちるちるなおちるやちるなおお気に入りの曲でちるリラックス足りてない怖いそうストレスなら原因から SK それもしないとどうにもならないし赤の赤目泣き晴らしと目目が痛いだしそれにすら慣れちゃっているようならそこは君の居場所じゃないよせよなら No, she talk to she yo. Let it move. So here at Live number 70, tonight, once again, we are here with our supporters and our guest Seismics, and、uh, we have lost one co host.、Uh, Zara had to head a little early, but、uh, yeah, so gang's all here. Everybody who actually is important. Yeah. Yeah. 
So <laughs> we're gonna Fortnite. we're gonna mention this no. a little bit early here, no. but um, we, uh, we we pulled Seismix's leg a little bit, and um, we're gonna ripped it out. Hey, you know, not let's not get violent here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're looking at giving away uh, probably strands of hair. Okay, now you're just getting weird. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, strands of hair is where you go like no seismics in the making of the show. I can't give away <laughs> strands of hair. No one. We're giving that. away five albums with each containing a lock of hair. Maybe not so five. You too. How about how about three? I know you're the latest one that you have uh, published on. I'm going off of what's on Bandcamp here. It looks like escapism. Uh, another one that we had mentioned earlier was Voodooism, uh, but there's also Voodooism and, and uh, Voodooism the sequel, which is really just sort of a remix type album. And I think for good measure, if possible, mm -hmm. uh, what I'd like to do is the sort of the OG here, the, the big one that a lot of people in our fan community might be interested in if they don't already have it. And honestly, I don't know who wouldn't already have your album Haunted House. But it's a good album Yo, still. Yo, that album is my jam. You have no idea. <laughs> well, Actually, I think that was one of the rare ones where I emailed you interviewing you for that album. Yes, you did. I remember this. It was so flattering to, to like somehow get this weird email from somebody who was so into their album. It was really weird. Yeah, it was, it was like... It is the album that I play every Halloween. You have like it fits so perfect, even though it shouldn't, because it's like it's That's EDM, so cool. and you don't expect EDM and Halloween to work. Like the closest I could think is Spooky Scary Skeletons, that one remix that everybody listens to. Oh, That's wow. the only That's other. It's really setting the bar there. Yeah, well, that's the only <laughs> other EDM like like Halloween track. Boy, do I have a hole I need to kick you down into. <laughs> I got some stuff you should listen to then. All right. So, uh, I I can give you tickets from for that album on Bandcamp if you wish. However, the album is already free if you just enter zero into the field. <laughs> okay. To... Which uh, so is that wh which album was that again? Did you mention? Huh? Which one were you saying free if you enter zero? Haunted House. Okay. All of my Toho stuff on my Bandcamp okay. is free if you just enter see Alright, fair enough. So, that's good to know for anyone out there who is interested in that. But, uh, for anyone else, I think, yeah, like the latest three, that, that, that'd that be both Buddhisms and uh, Escapism, I think. So I'll go with that. Um, I, I did sort of smash that button um, in info, and there's, I think, 400 plus people were pinged about... Uh, the giveaway that we're we're setting up for here. So yeah. Yo, you adhered. So I you I adhered in info. Oh my yeah. gosh, you adhered people on a Discord. But you under but understand you? understand this. When it happens unnecessarily, that's when people get upset. When there's free stuff like involved, <laughs> when there's free stuff involved, people are a little more forgiving. So. Yeah. I mean, it's 100% free. I mean, I have a lot of power. I mean, look, the code is zero. <laughs> I am fishing For anything hard. other than Haunted House, the things that are not <laughs> necessarily free. For yeah. anyone else out there, his stuff is available on Bandcamp, so yeah. 
Uh, but stay tuned. We'll be doing that in the... the I, we've got like 35 minutes left of the show here, but uh, yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, I've actually got a handy-dandy giveaway bot set up in our Discord chat that'll handle all of the logistics of that. All you have to do is, at the right time... Um, and I'll actually, this might not be a bad idea to set up a uh, specific channel for this. Um, it's just so that it doesn't get lost in general. Uh, so I'll go ahead and take care of that. But uh, in um, probably the giveaways channel that I'll be creating here soon. Um, yeah, that's where you'll find it. And all you have to do is what it says, basically. I think you have to react. You just press the button to add a reaction, and that's it. So uh, really nice. super duper handy. Uh, whoa. Hydration. Okay. That's what we need. Hydration bot. Let's add more bots to our Discord. <laughs> uh, well, DMJ doesn't really like the idea of Skynet taking over, so. I don't like it. The, there's too many bots. We're making what, an extra. Are you going to self checkout lane? Dang. No. <laughs> See, here's the thing. He never like, goes when to it comes lane. to doing stuff, yeah, it's like. When it comes to stuff on our Discord, why can't we have it like old-timey tele- like that you call the operator and they plug in things? Like every time somebody emotes, they have to physically, somebody has to go over there, grab something, plug it in, and there, and now it goes to an aggregate. Because I want at least some human control. Once we let the bots take over, eventually Skynet will form. We're forming Skynet one piece at a time. Now it can do contests. Do you see what we can? what's happening now? Now Skynet can do giveaways. That's dangerous. <laughs> And here's DMJ freaking out on air. Yep. Live on as air. As long as you don't say the K word, you'll be fine. Kill a can? Do not say the K word or I will <laughs> lose what? it. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. will go off. <laughs> I have very strong feelings about quote unquote yeah. Japanese game company. So how do you feel about someone whose name is K-Dash? Uh, I'm fishing hard for a fighting game reference he may not even know. No, I, I don't play fighters. Dang, you suck. Like the closest fighter I've ever <laughs> played in my life is ECO Tensoku, and that's it. And Smash, and that's it. Smash isn't a fighting game. Oh, don't say that. You just, you just made like... 80% of the people who listen to this podcast angry. Get your CRT out of here. We're going for Switch. <laughs> Smash, Smash Grand funny. Finals were held in the back bathroom of freaking JW Marriott with a can for Breeze at the door constantly spraying. Nobody in the Smash community takes a shower. Oh, man. Whoa! That's a bold claim. No. I mean... It's- Sean Chiplock, who used to be a member of our staff, is also a really big Smash player. <laughs> so okay, let me. This is getting r- real. I feel like I, I feel like these insults are just for Sean, though. I feel like that's what you're trying to do here. No, no. There, I, I will find the news article. There is a hotel in Tennessee that like dedicates it as stink week whenever they have like a smash tournament <laughs> in that specific town because oh they had to they will automatically disqualify anybody they can actually smell on the spot please don't make that an actual term stink week that's terrible it oh sounds like God. it already is <laughs> it, it kind of already is oh man oh man smash oh, man. community please take a shower Please. Wow. Okay, let's let's try to go to more wholesome topics. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. 
DMJ, yeah. you're leading the charge. What haven't we talked about? Yet? Okay, there, there's okay. a number of things so, on here, so go for it. Okay, so guys, listen to me. Seismics, I love you. I, 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 you, you are Whoa. a great person. I, you're whoa, a great whoa. person. We, we have a confession me. happening here on the air. Oh man! <laughs> however, <laughs> however, guys, we are going to have possibly the biggest guest on this show in uh. the next couple of months, and I like as big as in when it comes to content that he has put out on the internet, and he's not even like a Toho guy. We're getting this guy on, and. I'm gonna tell you guys like straight up, like this guy is gonna be the first metal guest we've ever had on the show. Yeah, we... that is all I'm gonna give you. I can't give Good. you details because it's not all there. But like, guys, this is gonna be our first Same metal way. guest, and it's going to, like, I think I might lose it. During so we're gonna show. have to put the magnets away. Got it? <laughs> yeah, so you're no, gonna have to put the magnets. No away. magnets. Right, Actually, so guitars just add magnets in himself. <laughs> so, guys, get hyped for this. We are getting a metal guest on the show. Possibly. I, possibly. I, I said we're still we're, we're still working on. It. He's got to get back to us. So. Yeah, he's got to get no back. No promises to us, like, yet. <laughs> I'm 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 really want this to happen so bad. Um, like, our, I'm chomping at the bit. Ara tribe. Um, Ara tribe picked me the other day, and I. I told him about it, and he's like, "What? Seriously? How? How are you?" Yeah, we're getting like, we're getting this guy, and if we could get the other person he worked with uh, on this, that that would be. I think I think, like, I legitimately think that if we were able to do that, we would max out our max listener cap on the server. We would have to do a three. I I actually think we would have to do a three-hour show at that point uh, and just make it jolly. No, because that is that is what we're gonna have to do because like, ugh. Because if it's both of those people, who boy? I don't like think that is going to be a show. I mean, we wouldn't be able to fit them. Anyway, we'll talk about that. But we've got our next song here, coming from the house set of Ten Desires. After that is uh, something from the album Flashlight. Uh, Nato is behind that one, so stay tuned to that. Again, Soki Ready Live number seventeen. Back in a bit. Thank you. 
Radio Live number 70 tonight. We are back once again, and our first giveaway is just about concluded. All right. Ooh. Oh, well, Ooh, it wouldn't you know it, Ooh. one of our guests on here is hey. uh, someone, but but you know what? This totally is, bribe the judge. There's actually, there's a secret thing here. Um, you, you probably shouldn't have put your name in the hat because you we were going to give you one anyway so as as part of being Whoa. here that goes for for the others of, of the rest of you as well so but you too could uh, also be a lucky <laughs> winner enter now <laughs> just so you know so uh okay so we'll do another one here and this one is going to be uh oh what should we do um 
You're not pulling a CS lotto, that is for sure. Not a skate. No. No. Please, no. Alright. <laughs> we'll do one for Voodooism here. Uh, check out our giveaways channel on our Discord server, discord.gg slash gr. The next five minutes, you are able to put your name in the hat and uh, try to grab one for your own. And, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll do that again. We'll do, yeah, a um, couple more after this, at least, and uh, then we'll be good to go. So thank you also, Seismix. Like, I, I saw what you sent me, and that is incredibly generous. <laughs> so. Oh, no, that's fine. No big deal. <laughs> Just shrugs it off. I Okay. Yo, did he send you like that one really weird CS:GO knife I, skin? I'll tell. That? I'll tell you off the air. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he sent him ten thousand dollars worth of CDs. Yo, did he send you like? Did he send you like zero point zero zero one Bitcoin? Because that's still a lot of money. That well. Because oh, what I one Bitcoin? What is what? I think what last I checked, like one Bitcoin was like. Six thousand two hundred U.S. dollars or something you're, like that. Damn. Ask me at three like different drop? times of the day, and you're going to get three drastically different numbers. I know that's yesterday because somebody, somebody, um, actually, I didn't know. I didn't know this. Did you know Twitch actually accepts Bitcoin as yeah. donation for in, uh, uh, as that's, an alternative to bits? That's kind of funny. Yeah, somebody donated in Bitcoin yesterday because they were like, "Yay, pa yeah, PayPal blocked my account, so here's Bitcoin." <laughs> oh wow! And yeah, it's just like I saw that. I've never seen anybody donate Bitcoin before. That was so weird. So, how's the secret radio Bitcoin farm going? Yo, it is going great. Um, we almost have enough to kind of pay our bills because you know, it is just so bad. <laughs> like, here's something that no one ever remembers us doing. Um, but protein I, folding. I don't. You know, we still do protein folding. Actually, that, that's that's a thing. <laughs> But you're getting me off track here. I mean, it's kind of a similar thing because both protein folding and Bitcoin mining use your GPU ideally to uh, to, to do stuff. One gets you virtual currency that apparently people actually value in real life. And the other one is helping scientific research trying to battle things like cancer. Um, so they're, they're two completely different things. But... Um, yeah, once upon a time, I don't actually remember for sure if it was uh, Gensoki Radio or the thing that I ran before Gensoki Radio, which is called the Toho Fight Night Network. It was a, a Steam group, and basically we played Toho Hisotensoku um, once every couple weeks or a something. A lot. Um, somewhere in there, uh, we needed to like support the server because running servers isn't free. And so one of the things that we tried doing was we set up a little, like, uh, ad box that said, hey, want to help us mine Bitcoin? <laughs> and I'm sure I have that graphic somewhere still. Let's see if I can dig it up. But... Yo, wait, hold on. <laughs> I Was it really that long ago TFNN like, was yes. around? Wow. Because I remember TFNN and I was actually on there before. Yeah, I even, like, it was THFNN. Because TFNN.com com or whatever is like it already exists and it was like a teacher forum or something so i had to put the h in there anyway. oh my gosh that was, that was a long time it. ago but i remember that but i remember when i used to like do bitcoin back when i was in college and it was actually at the worst time to be a bitcoin miner because like that time we were i think me and my buddy were able to finally because we were saving up to get that wiki speed and you could buy it with two bitcoins 
and we were like yeah let's do it what and i think we were up to 500 dollars or something like that like it was some like we're like 500 dollars worth of bitcoin i can't remember the amount but like overnight that was when that big hack hit um that the one like, the one exchange like the one big exchange back then mountain gox or whatever the heck yeah mount gox that was when mount gox went down overnight me and my buddy lost everything like Great. everything like, like i remember getting i getting texts on my phone as if it was like like as if it was like black um like the 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 great depression all over again like oh my gosh everything like i'm jumping out the window and i was like oh my gosh what just happened like we had all of this money we were on like i was about to get a gaming pc and it all See, just like, went away overnight the currency that can be knocked out by throwing a coat hanger in a microwave <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that expression before. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. First and, of my, all, and you want to know something even crazier? We got actual pieces of paper. Like my buddy has the summons that we actually have a settlement in Chinese court because of the Mount Gox thing. What? Yeah, I don't know what the settlement amount was, but it barely amounted to mainly anything because I couldn't read it because it was in Chinese. <laughs> but it wasn't like a, an actual. I can't, I can't, I don't even know because he still has the paper, but oh, it was yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like a, it's an actual like court document saying that we have a settlement from the Mt. Gox uh, trial that they had in China because of this, because the Chinese government were the people that go after these people. That's and I was just like, what? I don't even remember the amount, but it was like so insignificant. We didn't care about it. I think it was like five or six dollars or something dumb, something dumb like that. Well, five or six dollars of Bitcoin now, probably do the math right now. You're probably loaded. No, no, no. It was five or six dollars US. Uh... Like, that's what it came out to. Hey, man, if I got five bucks from the government, that would be fine also. It's like my brother's first tax return was literally a dollar seventy-five. We got that framed. <laughs> that's a, that's not wow. a joke. You deposit in your account, like literally. I just we want didn't to even deposit it. We just put it on there on the freaking mantle. Yeah. I remember, have, okay, totally off like the weird wall here, but has anyone had to like actually pay taxes when it comes time to, because that happened, yes. that happened to me the first year that, um, that Obama was president. Like apparently my, my dad, who's a, a tax accountant was like, yeah, here's the thing that changed. And so now you owe $42 to the government. Like that's not normal, is it? And he's like, no, not really. Like as, as someone, like if you're not running a business or, or something where, um, paying taxes up front would be omitted, uh, generally you get some sort of refund, uh, at the end of the, you know, when, that season comes around Here, yeah so yeah um which was kind of interesting because like it was the kind of thing where if you were a student and you had a student loan um there was something that had to do with that uh and and that's why that was kind of the primary reason why it was like for some reason it was supposed to benefit college students but it ended up being like the first year they had to pay and then the next year it would have been made up or something I don't, I don't know. Yes, I, I don't, I don't remember. What happened. I don't remember because it was like ten years ago, but it was kind of weird. Well, it wasn't ten years ago. It was uh, recently this year that actually hit me, and I owed the IRS one thousand four hundred eighty-two dollars and ninety-three cents. Well, you done goofed cause because holy... I screwed up. Well, yeah, I did. I did. It was because <laughs> last year I was trying to, you know, because you can write off college expenses. I screwed up and miscalculated something, and then it just, it took. 
they took their sweet time saying, hey, you messed up until it's like, hey, this isn't a bill, but you got like 30 days to accept this uh, not a bill. Not a bill. Please pay us this amount. We're not yeah. saying it's a bill. And you it's, don't have to pay, but... It's never supposed to be... Pay. The thing that says not a bill and it's never supposed to be something you're expected to pay. Like, maybe that particular thing is not a bill, but the thing behind it is a bill. I don't know. It's very yeah, strange. it was it was dumb, and it was while I was working at the post office, so I got that smoked off with the next paycheck, uh, but okay. that sucked. Yeah, that's... Mm. It was not a fun time. So, everybody, remember, double-check your taxes or take it to a tax professional. I That's why I use TurboTax. Just to make sure. <laughs> Yes, today's episode is brought to you by TurboTax. Well, welcome to Chicken Soak Your Radio Tax Hour, where we discuss the okay. <laughs> wonderful world of taxes. You get enough of it, America. so we're not going to go into the subject. Yeah. So what is this What is this thing in the dock about Indonesia? Like, I don't know this. Um, Use promo so code Lunar if, Tax. If you've, if you've watched the news anytime in the last week or two, there was a soccer team of like 12 kids and their coach that got stuck in a uh, in a cave um they oh that's thailand i didn't know that 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 was in thailand okay well there you go i it was in right. thailand Not look in look right, when right, i wrote right. the notes i said reorganize like fill this out and reorganize I thought it wasn't well, it wasn't supposed it was to be 100 percent accurate Okay, I so fact-checking will ruin the radio show. So, continue yeah. on. These kids were stuck in a cave, and... We, they, well, they all got out safe. You know the story now, because you know that that's yeah. what it was related to. Okay, oh, so, now, so now we know. not dramatic at all. They, 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 now, hold on. It gets a little weird, because I have been following an alternate side of this. Elon Musk got involved at some point oh, for, right. uh, based yeah. on Twitter posts, and I'm still like... Why? Like he, like he said, like I'm sending, uh, what was it? Four boring engineer, boring company engineers over there who were like, are the guys for drilling. Two of them are for drilling. Two of them for pumping the water out. I'm also trying to build a submarine to get these kids out since they're too weak to swim. And I'm like, what are you doing, Elon Musk? What are you doing? Did you see He's the, uh, the tube that he had created too late, but like the yeah. submarine that he had made. Yeah, it and it was called preemptive planning for the next kid stuck in a well in a cave well, somewhere. So this whole process kind of reminds me of when there was an oil rig that uh, like was damaged and it got disconnected from the, the the reservoir basically, so that it was just spilling gallons and gallons and gallons or, or liters or whatever unit you want to use many barrels of oil just into the the i think gulf of mexico yeah so, the gulf of mexico so like people all over the place had all these different ideas about how to deal with this they like build a giant uh like plexi dome and stick that over it do they uh shove a whole bunch of like broken golf balls into there like that was another thing like eventually they found something that worked they basically just needed to plug the thing but the, all the different like off the wall seemingly ideas uh that came forth from all different places um just yeah so something kind of similar happened here where like suddenly 
there's a challenge and it's time sensitive and you want to get as many minds as you can on it to try to figure out how to proceed how to well, fix like, the problem and so like and it ended up idea... having to be a situation where they just had to do what they originally planned anyway from the get-go because they're just like they're gonna have to swim well yeah like the the levels in the cave like sure they were bringing them uh tanks of oxygen and things to try to offset but Which, like the, the by, co2 by the way, levels were dangerously high by the way, I do want to say condolences to the family of the Thai Navy SEAL who died trying to get these kids get oxygen. That's right. That was absolutely horrible when I heard about it. He, I think he passed away on the trip back. He ran out of oxygen. Like, he was able to deliver oxygen, but he wasn't able to make it back. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So wow. Like, that was like, and that guy was like super seasoned too. Like, this was a no-joke raid because you had from, to, like, from what I've heard, like, pencil thin, like, corridors you had to swim through and like they had to put they had to wait till they got full face mask because there is no way these kids are going to be able to hold the tanks uh on their back or in front of them they had to literally have a guy te tether them to a guy and then continue pushing forward uh holding the tank in front of them and then trying to get three people through a hole it was like this crazy diving thing i've never heard of yeah it was it was dark uh it was obviously some parts were underwater it was cramped it, it just... was six hours into the cave too uh -huh. this was like two they were two kilometers in so it was gracious, 11 i think they said it was it was 11 hours round trip to get to That's the, the kids and back yeah yeah, yeah the they fact were... that they even knew they were there is great because there is a strong possibility that you get lost in there and you don't tell anybody where you are and that's it. Yeah. It was it was pretty insane. Yeah, definitely. So, the other thing that happened around the same time is World Cup. I would like my to tell my condolences to both England and Germany. <laughs> I haven't been following, but I know those were the two big ones. Right. Well, yeah, I don't think you want to say. about it. I mean, people probably already know who are paying attention to that. Uh, I, for one, the only thing that I'm really aware of for the World Cup, uh, like the when this happens, is that our listener numbers um, take a noticeable dip, and then it eventually recovers. But like, there's so many people that get pulled away by this thing, and it's it's just constant. Like it's it's happening again this year, the same as it did before. When I noticed that there's just this very noticeable dip in listenership so it's 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 world cup and uefa cup those are the two that like really take take a what if we had our own world cup like the radio world cup yo we tried something like that but it was like hunger games and that yeah, remember, remember that one Fortnite. And that's Yo. popular, unlike Hunger Games. Okay, hold on, wait a minute, because CNN had an article that was saying, like, the next World Cup, maybe not soccer, maybe Fortnite. That is an actual article on CNN right now, if you go look it up. Like, they are, they are losing well, their minds over... These are also the same people that, like, agreed with BBC that Doki Doki Literature Club is committing acts against humanity by existing. But, like, let me tell you this, like, for me, from my perspective, being a gamer, looking at CNN, writing this article, and like, so you're reporting on Fortnite having its own World Cup being broadcasted on CNN, I mean, on uh, ESPN, even though CSGO had both DreamHack 
Intel Extreme Masters and their own um, thing. What was it? I can't. Re I can't even remember what the. Uh, was it E League? No, was it E League? E League was E League was was televised on TBS. Yeah. Every and Friday, and they didn't lose their minds about that. Yeah, it was like. But like, I remember every year I have to hear about Evo because freaking everybody's like, why is this? Why is this nerd trash on ESPN too? Because it's ESPN. Okay, too. actually, I actually have something very interesting about this. Uh, ESPN actually cut across all of their, all of the sports genres of all of their staff, um, by fifteen percent, and then replaced all of those people with esports commentators. I'm not kidding you. They are doubling. Like Disney is doubling down on esports. When it comes Disney. to ESPN, AB yeah, because Disney owns ESPN, ABC. When did they own ESPN? They owned ESPN like eight, nine, ten years ago. It was almost a decade. I live in a rock, sir. Yeah, but Disney's like doubled down on gaming. Like, if you go on, um, I, I'm up late night every night, and if you flip through Disney XD, Polaris, that big, uh, that big multi-channel network on YouTube, has their own TV show on disney which is pretty much just markiplier playing uh markiplier and his buddies playing the same thing they would on youtube so. all right this just in at live news from the gensokyo news desk uh we are being bought out by disney no no we're not yeah, we're not. <laughs> but man that money though george lucas made a lot of money on that deal and he killed his franchise um i'm very still better about that but oh, no you're like, not still did you hear about what the real ending was supposed to be where they have to go explore like mitochondria levels of stupidity being the real reason the force exists okay no i was there i was there for it and i'm <laughs> it's still equally as stupid as what's going on but back to esports for half a second they're they're actually doubling down to the point where hearthstone's being televised next year uh league is, is being, overwatch league yeah, overwatch, overwatch league, league is, overwatch league is definitely be is this year hearthstone is also going to be up and league uh and starcraft is in the works because if overwatch is successful then blizzard will also do starcraft on i'm not ESPN. so sure league but probably dota i don't know i don't know i feel like league is a little bit bigger than dota at least at least when it comes to at least when it comes to brand recognition by outsiders because i think that's what they're going for because like yeah, we'll, you know we'll because like you don't see csgo like let's be real we're not going to see csgo on tv again for a long time e-league's yeah. over it's not it's going to be it wasn't as big as it's going to be but everybody knows about fortnite everybody knows about league of legends everybody i'm a knows real about big fan about hearthstone but i will admit that watching a tournament is kind of a snooze and, and I get that because actually on ESPN two they do televise the uh, Magic the Gathering Grand Prix. When they do the Grand Prix for Ma Magic the Gathering, they do televise them, and they're actually kind of, for at least for somebody who played Magic, uh, still like are really riveting to watch. But like at the same time, I can understand from somebody, somebody coming in from the outside being like. What is this? Why is this on TV? Right. Well, that's why the commentators are here. They're here to help you understand what's going on and provide. Yeah, but their, they try you know. to be too professional about it instead of like, we uh, need somebody to wake this up. We need a guy with like an air horn in the background of a golf game, like hole in one. Do, 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 do. I mean, like, and that's the thing. Um, they oh, what was it? The Olympic, uh, the International Olympic Committee or whatever, is getting together again with the esports people again for the fifteenth time. And they're trying to hammer out esports in the Summer Olympics, and I'm like, 
yeah. what are you gonna televise? Like nobody cares. Starcraft. Like they're and, gonna televise and, Starcraft, and the only competitors are gonna be China and friggin' Korea. And here's now the other the thing: Unified like, Korean Front will take over the Starcraft tournament world. Because here's the other thing: like around that time, that's like that's like prime time for tournaments. Like for the for the International Olympic Committee to just be like, okay, end tournaments for this three week period of time, and we're just gonna play with your countries, and that will be that's there's a lot that goes in. Like even like I like I know a lot about competitive CFL, CSGO. That stuff there takes like a lot of coordination with people, a lot of working together and building a team over time. I can't see people like over the course of like. A three days, three weeks, being able to throw together a competent team to go in and actually take care of stuff, and any I mean, one of their first games. time, honestly, but because I mean, the, the whole esports question you brought up, it kind of is just like how a couple years ago, I used to actually follow competitive ballroom dancing, and they were actually trying to get that into the Olympics, and the Olympic Committee is just like, no, dancing is not a sport. And I'm like, there's more movement in this, and now they're like, okay, well maybe we're gonna consider computer games and junk, and I'm like, really? Well, like. I come from like a very different perspective when it comes to esports because I was, I wouldn't say I was in it, but I was there when it was big. Uh, uh, back when competitive Planet Side 2 was around, that was around the same time I was with DigiRev, which for those old, 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 old school listeners out there, oh boy, there's your callbacks for that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, you know what? That's like a long time ago. We DigiRev was in the competitive league. Uh, go look up um, MLG War Report Episode 7 if you ever want to see that stuff. But they were trying so hard to get that thing into esports, and we were all into it. So literally, eight hours a day of my life was dedicated to just playing the game, getting working with my team, getting a team together, ironing out the kinks. So if we ever got to go to Anaheim, we were ready to go. And then it all fell apart. <laughs> like, because SOE folded. <laughs> So like like ooh boy. Now Daybreak Games is handling everything and made the game so much better. Yep. So congratulations yeah. to uh folks that ended up nabbing an album. Uh it's me that but not literally it's me. Uh Gardevoir 2 and Kisane Kinoma all were able to uh nab an album from uh, from Seismix, who is also supposedly still here. So. Yeah. Round of yeah. applause. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> oh, I wish to talk on, so I can't. So you guys, How thanks. dare you? Th uh, you guys can thank Seismix for that, because uh, that's all him. So. You are a good person, Seismix. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, and thanks for joining us for the for the show tonight and 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 being awake. <clears throat> Fun awake. Tis a good thing. Thanks for inviting me. Awake. <laughs> After still having missed a couple of your shows and still having faith in me, thank you. <laughs> well, we got this. All right. Just remember, faith in the world. Just, just remember, Seismix, we own you now. <laughs> oh, hey, I will DMJ, fight you on that. DMJ, one. once, once I, I'll, I'll tell you something off the air. You'll be like, oh, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's called I, the Emancipation Procuration. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just, you know, jokes are funny. They can be. I'm not. 
<laughs> Clearly. Okay. Uh, and thanks to everyone uh, listening to the show tonight. Uh, thanks to our supporters as well. Uh, Kagiro, Wanamingo, Zirnik. Uh, you guys are awesome for being here. Uh, thanks for being able to join. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. I got to throw Good. money at you sometime. <laughs> All right. It's going to do it for this show. Uh, yeah. For uh, Fernando, DMJ, and Zara, I'm Lunar here, and everyone else on the Gensoki Radio team, and uh, everyone else here in the studio room. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next month for Gensoki Radio Live number 71. Till then. <laughs>